Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Taco Tuesday. I love me tacos. I'll eat tacos any day of the week. Glad to have you all here with me at this dinner time. If you're riding in your car on the way home, hopefully uh, we'll distract you from the bumper-to-bumper traffic or whatever it is that looks like is, is happening out there on the roads here in San Diego. If you're listening and watching on Facebook Live, you guys post the best comments there. I, I always say I'm going to read a few of them out live over the air, but, you know, we always try to pack a whole lot into our hours, so hopefully I'll have a little time for that, as well as to take your calls. That's right, 888-344-1170 if you'd like to call in. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, we always do, obviously, I do the hot topics of the day. That's one reason why they call me Dynamite and Address. I bust through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night here. But I also love pop culture and the entertainment industry, and we've lost some greats in the past few days. And we were talking here at the station before the show, like, there's so many millennials and kids today who don't even know the phenomenal, incredible work of Tim Conway, and not even just on The Carol Burnett Show. Or how about Doris Day? And what a bright light of, of sunshine she was to America and to American culture, as well as the smooth, gorgeous, phenomenal Lena Horn. I mean, how many kids today even know of Lena Horn and what she was all about? So we've actually got James Herson. Uh, from Herson on Hollywood, who's going to be here uh, at the bottom half of the hour uh, to talk about this, as well as Hollywood, uh, the downside to Hollywood. I mean, the the folks that we lost today represented the best of Hollywood, particularly Hollywood past. Now Hollywood's all about pushing their agenda, babies. Y'all know that. And so James Herson is going to be here to talk about how they got their fingers in the pie of 2020 already. And uh, before that, though, we got to talk about uh, the breaking news last night, which actually wasn't breaking news. Last night, it was announced that A.G. Barr had named a special prosecutor. Dude's been on the scene for weeks now. So we got to talk about that. We've actually got attorney, Forbes contributor, and book author, uh, one in particular everybody should read, The Divided Error, Tom DeBacaro, is going to be here to talk about that. It's also getting hot. It's hot around the world, man. We got hot spots everywhere from oil tankers to North Korea to Iran saying, don't let that mustache talk you into nothing now. So we got that. We got that going on here. Um, he, he doesn't wear a mustache, but I think he, well, I don't know. He's kind of got a little one right now. He's kind of brewing. He's brewing some facial hair. I'm not really exactly sure exactly what he's, the shape of it over there. <laughs> Um, did Bugs Bunny have a style? I don't know. He's he's DJ Carrot Sticks. Quesero, quesero. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Quesero, quesero. I'm rocking the Castro beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Fidel or Juan or which Castro are you trying to rock? All the Castros. Okay. Why? Because in you're. I don't know. You just asked what kind of facial hair am I rocking? I think this is the if for the for the people out there and to visualize this, mm-hmm. it's a Castro. Think of Fidel Castro beard. Okay. That's what I have. Dude, no, you should have you should have harkened back to like take it old school. Go maybe to like Sonny Crockett, Miami Vice days. I don't know because at least the chicks dig that. Who out there? Who besides AOC is digging Castro? That's my question. Everybody's fighting for a big Ain't headline. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Everybody's fighting right now, supposedly the Democrats, for the endorsement of AOC. It's like, are you kidding me? Could they, There's 20-something running for president. None of them. 
none of them are as well known as my new baby dog gravy they've got they've got no following supposedly they're all thinking that the way that they're going to push themselves up and over joe biden going to going to go over the top of the old white you know senior citizen dude throw him off a cliff is they got to get the endorsement of aoc who as we talked about on last night's show tried to claim that her falsehood, the fear-mongering that the world was going to end in 12 years, that that was some kind of dry humor, that's who the Democrats are worried today about getting, that's, who, that's who's the most sought-after endorsement of the Democrat Party is AOC. I would say that if that's the case, it's a lot for Trump in 2020. She's, you know what clickbait is when they talk about yeah. clickbait? She's human clickbait. You know, on social media and stuff, people yeah. will click on a story with her on it. She's I don't. trending. That's all uh, it is. Well, I don't. I, I have absolutely no I- interest in anything. She's nothing but a moronic twit who, uh, you know, I think she only got 16,000 votes in her entire district because of the power of the incumbency. Everybody just expected that the incumbent guy would win, so he didn't bother to campaign. Nobody turned out. I mean, she, you know, she just did the drumbeat and got people out. It, it's insane. Um uh, so rest in peace, Tim Conway Jr. Another, I, I got to thinking about rest in peace today, and I got to thinking that with the announcement of Barr, because y'all know that I wasn't particularly excited um, when I heard that there was going to be a special prosecutor, and I actually reached out to Sidney Powell, who couldn't be on the show tonight, to get her perspective, because I said, you know what, I've got investigation fatigue. I'm ready for there to be a clear shift towards prosecutions because that's really what the American people are looking for. They're looking for actual accountability. They're looking for people who've done, we don't even have to have all the details to know that crimes were broken. We just had, I didn't even talk about it on yesterday's show, but Judicial Watch has obtained more emails that show that not only did the Obama administration, all the way up to him, know about the, the Hillary's felonious email server long before they claimed they were keeping tabs on it to manage the situation. And when legitimate, because she set it up, it's proven now, Judicial Watch proved, she set up that email scheme to avoid FOIA requests, to be able to go around accountability and transparency, So, uh, which which is a crime in, a, in among itself in terms of hiding her, her work. It's supposed to be public records. So while, and and according to this article, while legitimate FOIA requests were flowing in, the Obama administration was lying to requesters and saying the records didn't exist. All the while, they knew Hillary had a private server of official emails to the point where even Obama himself corresponded with her via a pseudonym. So we have, and then, oh, by the way, there was a poll came out last week that 60-something percent of the American people, 60-something percent said they wanted an investigation into the Obama administration, what they did. So you've got the American people saying they want more of an investigation. I'm saying I'm in the camp that's like, you know what, was the appointment of this special prosecutor when we already have evidence of crimes being committed? Felonies were already documented by Hillary Clinton. The fact that she destroyed 33,000, took a bleach bit to her server and destroyed 33,000 pieces of government property that were under subpoena. I say it's time for prosecutions. When we know that that James, James Comey, leaked classified information to the media after stealing, he was no longer an employee, stealing government records and then leaking those which were classified. That in and of itself is felonies. Why do we need more investigations? We already know that the Steele dossier was unverified, even though they stamped verified when they went to the FISA courts and lied to the FISA courts and broke the law with illegal spying when they did not reveal any mitigate. They were obligated to reveal anything mitigating, anything that that could be considered 
uh, good or, or um, beneficial to the target, and they refuse to do so. We already know that enough crimes have been committed. And I've been concerned. I'm in the camp of the people that are like, is this bar just wanting to get rid of the hot potato? It, are we really looking at rest in peace, the careers and reputation of Jim Comey, Clapper, Brennan, Strzok, Page, McCabe, Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr? Are we really looking at Rosenstein uh, or are, are we really looking at rest in peace to their freedoms? Are they really, are we going to see perp walks or is this just Barr giving it off to somebody else? And I'm still on the fence about it. I'm curious what you guys think about it. I'm on the fence. Tom DeBacaro is going to be on to talk about it because to me, when you've already got enough evidence, why do you need to drag the American people through two more years when you could just hold people accountable? McCabe, charges were recommended. He lied in an investigation. He was found guilty of what Michael Flynn and Roger Stone and Jerome Corsi were. Michael Flynn was railroaded and bankrupted and was forced to plead guilty. Roger Stone and Jerome Corsi dragged out of their homes at five o'clock in the morning. Roger Stone in front of video cameras for doing what? Lying to investigators. Why has Andrew McCabe not been prosecuted? Every day that Andrew McCabe walks around, I lose hope that we will ever have accountability. Sidney Powell believes though, that there will be accountability, that there will quickly be a shift. And, and it's because, as many people are talking about today, this guy out of Connecticut was the guy who busted Mueller, busted the FBI. Mueller, it's very complicated, but as many people have been talking about it today, Mueller, during the whole Whitey Bulger thing, kept innocent people in jail, two of which died. He knew they were innocent. And he, kept, he, and he kept them in jail without getting into all the legal wrangling because he didn't want to expose the corruption that was going on in the FBI. And oh, by the way, the people today that are, that are saying, you know what, I, I'm uncomfortable with this. I don't want to hear that this Durham guy has a great resume because that's what we've been told about Mueller. How when you hear the good things about Durham today and what he did to expose the corruption by Mueller, then you got to ask yourself, how in the world did Mueller ever get appointed as special prosecutor? So I still don't feel good about it. I was supposed to feel good today when news broke that Rosenstein had called Jim Comey. Rosenstein had called Jim Comey a political pundit. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody's leaving out the other crap that Rosenstein said. The crap that that criticizing Trump for the way he fired Comey. Oh, if I was Trump, I don't blame Comey for being mad. I, you know, Trump didn't do. I, I would have let him go too. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't have done it in a way that was disrespectful. Are you kidding me? And what did Rosenstein in the spe- little speech he gave? What did he, what did he say that he criticized Comey for? That he came out not that he gave Hillary covered up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, not that he did a rigged. Uh, investigation of Hillary Clinton, not that for three months in advance of of the phony interrogation of her, which was not done under oath or recorded, Rosenstein didn't criticize Comey for that. He didn't criticize Comey for writing an exoneration letter in advance of doing an investigation and giving immunity to people that didn't deserve it and allowing Hillary Clinton and her people to destroy devices. No, he criticized Comey for coming out two weeks before the, the election day and talking about Hillary Clinton. So I so you know what Rosenstein in my opinion I think it was a good play to keep him there because it gave credibility 
to Barr when Barr came out with the Mueller report and said no collusion and no obstruction. But Rosenstein need to be doing a perp walk himself. He should have not have been overseeing an investigation in which he was a material witness. And oh, by the way, if those illegal, if it was an illegal spying and those FISA warrants were illegal and illegally done, then Rosenstein needs to do a perp walk because he's got his fingerprints on him. Well, I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Tom DeBacaro and get his his opinion on this. He's an attorney. I'm not. And also from you guys, if you've got anything that you want to say about it, I mean, how do you feel about it? Are you are you feeling good? You think we got prosecutions coming, or are you skeptical like me? 888-344-1170. Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand a costly, devastating seven year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi friends, do you work with an investment advisor or do you work with a broker? Well, investment advisors are bound to a fiduciary standard that was established as part of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. The act is pretty specific and it tells us what a fiduciary is. And basically, it means that an advisor must place the interests of the client first. It consists of a duty of loyalty and care and it simply means that the advisor must always act in the best interest of his or her client. It also means that an advisor must do his best to make sure that the investment advice that is given is using accurate and complete information. So friends, do you work with a registered investment advisor that has a fiduciary standard or do you work with a broker that's earning commissions? If you'd like to talk about it, make sure you give me a call for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN. 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. 800-727-PLAN. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands, like My Father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco, too. They feature a selection of exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere, but if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit LibertyTobacco.com. That's LibertyTobacco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We're not playing that song because we got stormy weather in San Diego. We don't have a whole lot of storms here in San Diego. We're playing that because a legend passed away today. And I'm going to do a little pop quiz for my guest that's coming up here. I'm going to see if he recognizes that beautiful, satiny, silky, stunning voice. He joins me now. Tom DeBacaro, former senatorial candidate, author of many books, including The Divided Error, Forbes contributor, brilliant writer, brilliant attorney, and economist, who sang that song? Who was that lovely lady? It was Tim Conway who passed away. Do I get any points for that? No. <laughs> that was none other no, than... What? I was going to say that was none other than Lena Horn. Did she pass away today? Oh, she, she passed away last week. Oh, I thought... It, I thought No, I heard. I just heard it today. So but you think... So oh, because... Wow. Let's say she died last week. You think that's an excuse for not recognizing the song? Well, let's just say it's it strained over the uh, uh, yeah. over the radio all, all the way right. up. You know, we're supposed to get two inches of rain up here this week. You know, Andrea, if you would stop driving your car, there wouldn't be this endless drought. I know. Oh, wait. Well, well, we have had some rain down here. I wouldn't say we're in drought conditions. Um, before the break, I was talking about uh, the couple of things. I was talking about how we've got the special prosecutor, this Durham guy. Who's been appointed? I'm still on the fence. I'm hearing good things about this guy Durham today. That he's the guy who um, went after and basically exposed Mueller and what he did with Whitey Bulger and what the FBI was okay, doing. Oh yeah. So let me tell you, uh, this is something I know about. My upcoming book is about a little bit of crime. Uh, Durham was the badass who took on what the FBI was doing. So what the FBI was doing back then was they had to deal with Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger was to inform them on what the mafia was doing in Boston. And in return, Whitey Bulger would be allowed to continue his little crime activity, meaning he was supposed to only sell drugs or knock off stores. He wasn't supposed to do anything significant. The problem was, is Whitey Bulger continued to commit murders. And it was a massive scandal, and Durham took on the FBI. Now, uh, you know I love you, Dynamite. I said to you that this Attorney General, William Barr, was serious. The fact that he picked Durham is the 
serious message. He's already been on the job apparently for three to four weeks. Yeah, the he's Democrats supposedly been. Gone. Yeah, he's supposedly been working already with DNI uh, Dan Coates, director of national intelligence, and Gina Haspel from the CIA. What does that tell us? That tells me that they're serious about this. The Democrats are getting more shrill by the minute, and they know the game's up. We're about five to six weeks away from when this turns hard on the Democrats. And Durham, I suspect he's going to take six months, seven months, which means his report comes out after the first of the year. The IG report comes out in the not-too-distant future. The, the Democrats are, are in serious trouble. And, and one thing I learned yesterday was, this is the first time I've heard this, maybe you've heard it before, is spies of warrants are supposed to be approved by the attorney general. Who was the attorney? Oh, that's right, Loretta Lynch during that period of time. So she could be implicated as well. It, yeah, you know, inter- I, I had not heard that. I had not heard that at all. And that's really interesting. The only thing I had heard uh, about Loretta Lynch and, and that needs to continue, I, I want uh, to uh, see where this goes in terms of her role in this Russian hoax was that she supposedly had to sign off on the Russian gal with the with the meeting with Don Jr. It was Loretta Lynch who had to personally sign off on her being brought back into this country. So Loretta Lynch actually yeah. had her hands on. I didn't know she had her hands on the FISA warrants, but I knew she had her hands on that meeting. And I'm incredibly still angry that Richard Byrd and the, the Senate... Uh, alleged intelligence committee has hauled Don Jr. back. I guess uh, news today is that they've reached an agreement between Don Jr.'s attorneys and the Senate uh, in, alleged intelligence committee. Now, Tim, Tom Cotton came, I saw him on the news earlier today. He said that they're not tr- bringing Don Jr. back for anything in terms of a criminal investigation, but that supposedly they really want to understand what Russia did. That's crap. This is never Trump or establishment Republicans. If they were really interested in what Russia was doing, they would bring Christopher Steele in front of them. They would bring Hillary Clinton in front of them. They would bring um, everybody who was involved in the phony dossier, including uh, Glenn Simpson and Nellie Orr, who was involved in in all of that. So um, it, it's it's a shame that this, you know, the Don Jr. is being... I agree with you. It's weak. But this is going to turn hard, Andrea. And what you saw, by the way, in the last two weeks with regard to the crossfire between Comey and Rosenstein, you're going to see a lot more of that. James Comey knows he's in a lot of trouble. He's had the fawning press for a while now, but that's all going to turn. And, and I don't know if, I think on your show, I we talked about who would be the first to go state's evidence. I'm beginning to look at Rosenstein as the one who's going to say, Comey misled him on the FISA applications. And, and he's going to start turning on people, I believe. Well, that's that's interesting because, you know, I read some of his remarks. The big news today, the headlines were that Rosenstein calls Comey a political pundit. You start reading the rest of his statements, and he defended Comey. I'd be mad if I was Comey, too. President Trump should have done him more. But he didn't tell me what to write in the dismissal memo. But then he says Trump should have, uh, before he dismissed him, done more, done like a Ben Franklin and done a balance pros and cons. What? You wrote the memo, you idiot. And, oh, and then Trump should have res- done, uh, dismissed him in a more respectful manner. Are you kidding me? Uh, the, the, 
that Comey yeah, at no moment treated that. Trump respectfully before, during, or after. This he's saying this okay, about. Okay, okay. He's saying this all about true, a man. All true, but 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 all true. Don't expect a full Rosenstein uh, reversal or come to Jesus yet. Something very important Rosenstein is doing, which is defending his memo. By defending his memo, he makes it very clear that he wasn't pushed to do that and that and that he wrote the memo and Comey deserved to be fired. That undercuts the obstruction charge from a different uh, angle. We all know good point. Dershowitz says you can't. He had absolute right to do that, so that couldn't have been instruction. But it also takes it out of Trump's hands as the one who was pushing and pursuing that sort of thing. What do you, so, let, let me ask Rose, you this then. Let me ask you this then, because Rosenstein also defended uh, the Russian investigation itself. He said at the time these were allegations, they were leads, and what we call predication. Uh, he went on later to say that the department was not out to get anyone. We're out to follow facts. Uh, we the The facts... That dossier was crap from the beginning, and some low-level hack from the State Department knew it. So she sent a letter to the the FBI on October 11th stating that this guy was spinning yards and lying, and he was not to be trusted. And yet two weeks later— All true. Don't expect a full mea culpa from Rosenstein yet. Remember, this starts in March of 2016 in a meeting with Comey, uh, a meeting with Lynch— where there's a discussion about using Carter Page as the predicate to get to the right after Carter Page is announced. That's when this starts. So all roads lead through Brennan. And look, I, I have to believe, look, Obama on April 6th or April 10th, 2016 or 17, lied to the American public. Yes. When, no, it was 16, when he said, I don't. I don't look into investigation. I don't concern myself with investigations. But this was an intelligence op, and every and so that was his sleight of hand. And in the morning, he gets an intelligence briefing every single day. And so the reality is, this goes through Brennan. He's the big push. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Obama knew all about it. But don't expect full conversion yet. But. They will turn on each other. It's just starting when the IG report comes out. There's going to be a lot of it behind the scenes and even some of it in public. Well, you're well, the IG, the first IG report we had of the Hillary Clinton email felonious scheme. Actually, before you came on, Judicial Watch has found more emails that show that it went all the way up to the White House uh, with Obama, that they knew uh, that that they were actually that they not only knew about Hillary's felonious email scheme, they lied. They were lying to requesters with the FOIA request. And uh, more than new. Remember, Obama was communicating with her in a, right, using right. an alias on un, on classified matters in an unsecured manner. Right. The reason why Hillary was never going to be indicted was because Obama broke the law, too. And if she broke the law, by definition, he did. Well, then, but the IG, so, okay, I get that. But when the IG Horowitz came out with his report of the felonious email schemes, he didn't have to give a pass to Comey and everybody else involved in the investigation, which he did. He laid out, he did what Comey did in July 5th press conference. He laid out all the crimes that were done in the or, or all the bad actions in the course of, literally, talk about obstruction of justice. He laid out a case for it. He laid out a case of obstruction of justice and covering up crimes 
by everybody involved and then stop short of saying it. So I don't have any faith in Horowitz, particularly since there's no teeth. There's no, let me, let me finish this. There's no teeth to his investigations because he can't subpoena anybody who no longer works there. So what's the point of, of Horowitz? Oh, uh, don't, well, look, he's going to do a lot of work that he'll just hand off and leave like a grunt. Durham. Like a Let me tell you about where Mueller is. Mueller now is, uh, he's going to look so bad because it's going to be very clear from the IG report and it's going to look very clear from Durham eventually that Mueller turned a blind eye. He did, that Mueller knew all of this information related to uh, what the White House was doing and what the bad people in the Justice Department were doing. And Mueller, while he went after Manafort for related crimes, false, but Manafort was part of the process, what we're going to find out is Mueller turned a blind eye, saw all this stuff. Now, why did he turn a blind eye? Because they were his friends, and that's why he right. never should have took a job. Right, and, and why Rosenstein, get, circling back to Rosenstein, then i got to let you go, and why Rosenstein should be in the crosshairs because Rosenstein appointed a guy who was Comey's best friend, who was conflicted, a guy who, as you talked about in the Whitey Bulger case, had a history of corruption and had a history of, right. uh, had dirty hands all the way around. So to me, Rosenstein is really at the top of my list of people that need okay, to go. But... Well, he is Final gone. thought. Fi- but, well, I mean, I mean, when I say need to go, I mean to the big house. I mean, do a perp walk. Oh. Final thought, got, because I'm past right. the point of a break. Tom Debacar. This is a high water mark for Democrats. It's going to get ugly. All right. Well, y'all heard it from Tom Debacaro. Tom and mm-hmm. I might have to do a little wager off air on who's on who's going to get prosecuted. You're supposed to be finding me a wife anyway. So I'll talk <laughs> to you oh, that's right. Tom is the most eligible bachelor in California. All right, maybe AOC is available. She may be available, Tom. Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) All right, Tom, thanks for being here. Now, stay tuned because we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. We got to switch gears. We're going to go up to Hollywood. We're going to talk to James Hurston from Hurston on Hollywood, not just about the celebrity deaths, but also about Hollywood's involvement and what's going on behind the scenes between them and some of the bigs running for president on the Democrat side. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. 
The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top quality private schools to offer half price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. Many solar companies send out inexperienced salesmen who aren't qualified to know what to look for when evaluating your home for adding a solar system. This includes evaluating your current electrical panel. Hello, I'm Jesse Keegan with Keegan Electric Solar. Your family deserves the best. As a certified electrical contractor, I'll personally look at your electrical panel and make sure it's solar ready. A lot of homes in San Diego require electrical panel upgrade because of the increase in our overall electrical demands and aging electrical panels. Keegan Electric Solar only installs solar ready electrical panels. Get the job done right. Whether you need trenching to move your electrical panel because of your gas line or just an overhead service from the power pole, let Keegan Electric Solar guide you through the electrical panel upgrade process. Call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. He's an international business attorney, news analyst, writer for Newsmax.com. Uh, but he also, you know, he's like on the Hollywood beat. It's James Herson, and he joins me tonight. Before, before I go to James, though, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm going to pop quiz James because Tom DeBacaro, Tom, who didn't even know, recognized Lena Horne's voice. We were both wrong on when she passed away. We'll see if James Herson, Mr. Hollywood Herson himself, gets it right. Hey, James, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Uh, great to be with you, Andrea. Oh, okay, so uh, thanks for being here. Okay, so when did Ms. Horn pass away? You know, it's funny. No, look, I made a living as a musician before I went to law school. I I played for several years with the Temptations. (gasps) No! And I host jazz jams. 
and I don't know when Lena passed away. Oh, she well, never passed away. She did. Her she passed away on the 10th. And she, her passing away kind of got eclipsed with Dar's Day. Who passed away today? We lost Tim Conway. We've she just passed away. I didn't know that. I didn't know Lena passed away today. No, two thousand ten. <laughs> okay, I'm ten years, nine years too late. Okay, okay, never mind then. I don't know why somebody told me today that so she. There's just... all these. You know, there's this celebrity uh, death hoaxes on the social media, and it happens all the time. There's a bunch of people they they are constantly <laughs> passing away. All right. Well, yeah, Tim Conway died today. Okay, so it really is threes. Then DJ Carrot Sticks is cracking up and my and my mistake. We've lost in the past few days Peggy Lipton, Dar's Day, <laughs> and Tim Conway. Um, but that's not really uh, why we brought you on the show tonight because uh, President Trump today is in Louisiana. He's in my home state. He's in Metairie tonight. Metairie, as some people call it, at a fundraiser. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't know if you heard this, James, but his motorcade was in an accident. A couple of his cops uh, passed away. Once I heard that they were okay, I had to make a quip on Twitter that they must have driven through daiquiris and creams and gotten themselves white Russian uh, on their way oh, but between between stops because that's what we do in New Orleans. You know, we you don't have drive through daiquiris shops where you're from anyway so i know what you mean Cher. yeah I know what you mean okay so trump is down at a fundraiser in metairie down south and in, in republican land uh but the democrats they've been out here in hollywood uh trying to do some fundraising Buttigieg, mr indiana what's going on with the democrats here well look the hollywood's like an atm uh 90 percent of the money even more so now that Trump's in office, uh, go to liberals and so democratic socialists and the like. Um, Hollywood is a place where the primary trade is crying on cue, creating emotional scenes. So everything is emotional in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they're consumed with uh, hatred for Trump, and they want to love a candidate. And the interesting thing is just um, – this week, Joe Biden came through Hollywood uh, to, to raise money, and he's got all the Obama connections. And mm-hmm. so he did. He had a very successful trip. He had one night where he raised between seven and eight hundred thousand, which is very big for one night. Um, and some of the and a lot of the big donors are flirting with uh, going along with Joe Biden. But it, what's really interesting: two thousand seven, Joe Biden came to Hollywood. And he couldn't get anyone to pay any attention to him because at that time there was a front runner, Hillary Clinton, and there was a fresh new face, Barack Obama. Uh-huh. And of course, we know what happened. Right. Well, Joe Biden thinks his thing, his uh, handlers think he's got this nailed. He's raising all this money, but he looks over his shoulder, and who's there? Another fresh new face, Pete Buttigieg, and. That is where Hollywood's emotion is going. They love this guy. Well, they, they love him because... Paul Charles House, talking goops. Oh, he was at a prominent gay bar in West Hollywood. Uh, the place, I mean, they had to mop up the tears of joy. So this guy, and part of it is Hollywood has the greatest storytellers in the world, in theory. And, they, you know, the best screenwriters, uh, directors and such. And they love the Buttigieg story. They love a guy who says he's a Christian. He he's a military veteran. He's a Rhodes Scholar. He speaks five languages. He's the mayor of this tiny little town in Indiana. By California standards, 
Uh, South Bend is smaller than Anaheim. Mm. And oh, yet, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, here's the this thing. Guy is a, he's now a top-tier candidate. But is he really top-tier? Because, yeah, excuse me for interrupting before we run out of time. I mean, how, I mean, the, the, He's that what got eight percent in polling numbers. Biden, I'm I'm scratching my head over Hollywood because the because Biden doesn't look. Yeah, they're all about image. Biden is still with the Democrat Party. He's got he's at thirty something percent. The next closest is Sanders. So I, this is interesting. Well, you're to looking me. at you're looking at that last national poll where Biden took the big jump, and that's a fake poll. Because the number one choice of those in the in the sample that took the poll was none of the above. We haven't decided yet. That was way more than Biden. Yeah. That and that was a a, a partner with CNN to try to do exactly what it did to give Biden momentum. But have you seen him on the stump? Oh well, He's yeah. Unintelligible. I mean, he, he makes Jeb. Yeah. He makes Jeb look low energy. He, he, he's so, he, yeah. On top of it, I've got to talk about the fact, and you're an attorney, I've got to talk about the fact that uh, Joe Biden is saying that any attempts to investigate him and his son with what happened in Ukraine is a personal attack on him. No, a personal attack is not an investigation into you as the vice president of the United States threatening another company country to withhold $1.8 billion unless they fire a prosecutor who's investigating why your son is getting $50,000 a month after he was let, let out of the military on a dishonorable discharge. Uh, a personal attack is when the United States government is weaponized against you, the FBI and the DOJ, to dig through the drawers of you and your family all the way down to your grandchildren. So I, I think that um, Biden is, I, I don't think, I agree with you, I, I think those numbers are inflated on Biden. I think the Democrat Party is scared uh, that there will be a Buttigieg nominated because America, I don't care that that guy was in the military, That there, America is not ready to elect a gay man who's bashing Vice President Pence and his faith. Well, I don't think Buttigieg is actually really going to get the nomination. I think he's running for vice president. I think that's uh, the reason he's attacking Pence. But as to Biden, Biden's handlers told him to do this, to go out and try to characterize an investigation of his Ukraine scandal as a personal attack. It's not going to work because the best oppo research in the world are when Democrats oppose each other. Elizabeth yeah. Warren's people, their their long knives are out for Biden. Kamala Harris has got long knives out for Biden, Cory Booker, and Pete Buttigieg. And they are going to make sure that the press covers this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I and they they're gonna have to. And the other thing Biden's trying to do is he's trying not to answer any specific issue question. All you hear from Biden is I'm going to bring the country together. I'm going to unify it. This yeah. guy in the White House divides the country. That that will not carry him to the nomination. And the young part, uh, the activist part of the Democrats, they don't like him. They think he's ancient. They associate him with the establishment, which is correct. I mean, here's Biden. He's been in the business for 50 years. Yeah, he, and he now can't. he wants to fix it. Right, yeah. How he can wants, he run? Wow, he wants, 
Fix it. Yeah, well, yeah, he wants to fix it. And, you know, he might have been around, you know, in Washington or an elected office for 50 years. But uh, the, today's voter remembers what what it was like under eight years of Obama. It wasn't good. And he was a huge part of that. On top of it, the Democrat Party has worked really hard to move this country left, farther left than Biden. He he can't he can't represent the Democrats. What, what are they going to do with their far left socialist uh, aspect of the party, their base? They they have hijacked our school systems. I talk about it all the time. Hijacked our school systems and our media to churn out socialists for the state. And then they then they then they're going to try to run as the nominee some some old guy who's been around for fifty years, some old hat. It's it's not going to work for them. I don't know. I I actually think that we're likely to see that a Democrat nominee is not even any of the 20 people. I think there's a possibility that somebody else is going to emerge because I don't think that anybody that they've got right now has a shot at beating Trump. It'll be interesting to see. But thank you for being here, James Herson. Uh, tell everybody My how pleasure. they can read your, read your articles and read your stuff. I write for Newsmax.com, mm-hmm. and I'm on Twitter and Facebook and James Herson, H-I-R-S-E-N.com. What was your famous, you know, b- b- What final qu- quick question. What was your fam- favorite character for Tim Conway Jr. on The Carol Burnett Show? Because we were going to pull up some sound bites uh, before the show, and Car- Carrot Sticks didn't think a lot of the skits were funny. Oh, Tim Conway, you can't even, the guy was so funny. He was funny constantly, off camera, on camera. Mm-hmm. It's, I, yeah, it's really, I, it's hard for me um, to think of a character on Carol Burnett. I mean, they're all hilarious. I think that uh, he was just his comic genius relied on the visual because I think that. You yeah, know, he was a kind of a precursor to people like Robin Williams. Yeah, um, it, 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 it was very physical humor. Mm-hmm. But there was something sweet about yeah. Tim Conway. Yeah. He had an innocence and a sweetness. Uh, certainly w- wouldn't be able to survive in, in today's comedy stand-up scene. No. Of course, no comedians can now because it's political correctness has killed humor. Yeah, it has. Well, thank you for being here, James Herson. I appreciate it. Have a great night, sir. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. And Lena Horne died nine years ago. <laughs> Hey, that song lives on forever, though, DJ Carrot Sticks. Okay. <laughs> More Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree purchase your copy of facing reality in american education today at amazon.com you don't know what you don't know your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan andrea k here recently recognized top san diego attorney rod hatley is honest fair caring and has helped so many of my friends it's in rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand a costly devastating seven-year probate after his father's death Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Hi, this is Andrea Kay from Move America Forward. Our soldiers stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And what it means when you get these care packages, it, it, it's, it's a hug from home. It's somebody sending you something. Hey, we care about you. We miss you. We hope you're well. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 since 20 soldier care packs, $250 since 10, $100 since 4, $50 since 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much to our soldiers when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their eyes. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-7-TROOPS. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. That's 855-7-TROOPS. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, I was driving to work this morning and I heard a radio ad from this newly formed solar and alleged roofing company. I get a kick out of it. I've got socks in my drawer that are older than some of these roofing and solar power companies. I started in roofing in 1980 when Jimmy Carter was in the White House. I built over a million six hundred thousand roofs, many hundreds of thousands of solar power systems. I've got the best financing in the United States. Look, my roof started 59 bucks a month. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Same as cash for two years. I won't be beat. I've got the most experience. I've built more than anybody else. I buy better than anybody else, and I've got the best financing anywhere in the United States. And I've just been around longer. Give me a call if you want a roof, solar, a fence, or a backup home battery right now. 888-277-1933. 888-277-1933. These are 50-year warranted roofs. My solar power system starts as low as 49 bucks a month. Once again, 888-277-1933. California CSLB 1045872 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 105021 Nine-year anniversary <laughs> remembrance. We miss you, Lena. Girl, it's been too long since we were... <laughs> I haven't slept in three days. I have a puppy. <laughs> okay, gotta get serious here. I actually was starting to laugh during the commercial because Alyssa Milano, you know, she called for a boycott of productions down in Georgia because of the heartbeat bill. Meanwhile, 
guess who's down in Georgia filming a show for Netflix? Alyssa Milano. <laughs> so then she switched it and decided she was going to call for a sex strike. Girl, please. Why? Because nobody wants any from you? Is that what, uh, how, how convenient? She was, she's was. she been in the news a lot, you know, in the oh last year, gosh. and I couldn't figure out. I'm like, why is Alyssa Milano? And it's like, oh, she, I've just figured out she has a podcast. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there not one production pulled out of Georgia. You know why? Because these, there are all those production companies and everything done down there is all done by Hollywood liberals, hypocrites who vote for high taxes and regulation for manufacturers and all the other companies in California that don't have the convenience to be able to skip up a move and go uh, build something someplace else where the taxes are lower. No, these Hollywood hypocrites, they vote for high taxes and regulation that affect the businesses that aren't mobile, they can't pick up and leave, and then they go to places like Georgia where they've got low tax and low regulations in a business-friendly environment, and that's where they do their productions. I know, because I got family there. So that's, and that's why Alyssa Milano's there. Anyway, um, speaking of more good news and something, uh, oh, I want to end on good news. I got to tell you something that really just chapped my hide today. Guess who was the only Republican who did not vote for one of President Trump's judicial nominees Tuesday? Pop quiz? I'll give you a hint. Um, it's, it's, what do you call it when you come back alive, being resurrected, not resurrected. Zombie? No, when you come back in another life. Reincarnation. Uh, it's the reincarnation of McCain in the Senate. Mitt Romney. Who else? Anyway, Mitt Romney was the only, he was the lone GOP no vote against Michael Trincali. I don't know how to say his name who um, is, was nominated by President Trump. And, be, and it's because this guy, Trincali, or whatever you say, however you say, called Obama an un-American imposter in June 2011. Uh, he went on to say and explain to the Senate Judiciary Committee that he was merely expressing frustration by what he perceived as a lack of overt, a lack of, of overt patriotism on behalf of President Obama, and other, which was exactly right. Obama took every opportunity to badmouth this country and call us a bunch of racists and did it all around the world. He ran, for, he ran his candidacy for presidency on the part of bashing America and apologizing to America. He gave billions of dollars, laundered billions of dollars to a country that wants to wipe us off the map that today is saying we're threatening the country. That's Iran, threatening to destroy that if, that if America does anything to Iran, they're going to wipe Israel off the map. But Romney... But, but Romney Votes against this guy because he criticized Obama, and and Romney says he made it wasn't uh, 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 he made particularly despairing comments about President Obama as the Republican nominee for president. I just couldn't sub- subscribe to that in a federal judge as the Republican nominee. Like that's some kind of prize, dude. You lost. You got your butt kicked by that Marxist, anti-American, pro-Islamist, pro-Muslim Brotherhood creep who did everything he could to destroy this country. Romney just proves, again, why he lost and why he actually has no business being in Congress. But here's some good news. Uh, The Trump administration ended the unions being able to skim $100 million a year off of Medicaid because one one of the, you know, Romney, what Obama did, he put some regulation in there in terms of spending Medicaid funds and and allowed the unions... To instead of Medicaid paying the actual providers of the service to be able to redirect the money to unions. Yeah, that's who your buddy Obama was, and Trump stopped it. $100 million a year, the unions were skimming for Medicaid. That's who Obama was, stealing from the taxpayers for unions. 
Yeah. Well, we're going to be right back here tomorrow night. Have a great night, everybody. Love you all. Peace out. Go Lena Horn. We miss you, girl. <laughs>